Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Kicks and Picks Podcast. We are continuing with our previews of the Champions League. You guys were with us for our quarterfinal previews. We are now down to the semifinals. Um, you know, I hate to do it to you guys, but it has to be said. I think we absolutely nailed our quarterfinal previews. So we are super excited to bring you more of the same here. You got Nick along with Scott. And for you guys today, we have Liverpool against Villarreal. Scotty, the Liverpool expert, is as excited as can be. What's going on, man? Yeah, I don't know how you could be happier if you're a Liverpool fan right now. I mean, you're very much in every single title competition uh, that's left. Uh, you've got the golden road to the finals right now um, through the yellow submarine that is Villarreal. But, uh, you know, Klopp is always going to be the guy that takes it one game at a time. Uh, but there's still lots to play for. And, and I think you got to be pretty happy with where you are right now. Yeah. And I mean, look, it has to be said, Villarreal got here, right? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that we necessarily predicted they would beat Bayern, but we definitely, definitely, definitely knew there were holes in Bayern Munich's title chances. Um, and Villarreal came to play. I mean, listen, to get here is a massive accomplishment. I don't think they'll be overlooked. Um, and, you know, look, Liverpool did work. They scored six goals. Um, you know, against Benfica, but they also gave up four. And that's, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, can score. <laughs> the Liverpool, you know, I don't want to say they're, they've been exposed, but, you know, last four games, I think they've given up eight goals combined. Uh, so two goals per game average is not great. Uh, granted, that's against uh, City and uh, Benfica, uh, two games each. So uh, two quality attacking teams. But uh, if you've been watching the games, you can kind of see what's happening with the high line getting exposed a little bit, you know, faster pace, your players get in behind with quality balls coming in through the midfield. And, you know, that's going to be Liverpool's Achilles heel is if, if you are a team that's well organized and you can time your runs appropriately, you're going to have plenty of space to run behind their back line. And then you just went on with Allison, who's obviously been a wall for Liverpool in the last few years, but, you know, it, at a certain point, there's only so much you can do. And you have quality finishers like Darwin Nunez uh, that can you know take their time and locate their shot, then you're going to get goals out of it. Yeah. And how much of it do you think um, comes, comes back to a little bit of schedule fatigue too, right? I feel like pools had two games a week for two months now. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I could be making that up, but it definitely seems like it's true. It's definitely a lot of fixture congestion. I mean, Klopp has been a big time, <laughs> a big time, uh, voice against how many uh, matches are scheduled for these teams, how closely they're, they're scheduled. But at the same time, this is the healthiest that Liverpool has been. I'm going to knock on wood uh, in years. Uh, I don't know that they have a single first team player that's not really available to them right now, which is crazy to think of, especially with the number right. of pictures they have. So either they figured something else, you know, figured something out on the you know strength and conditioning side, or they've just gotten really lucky. Obviously last year, they were super unlucky. So maybe this is kind of balancing out, but uh, you know, I'm not as concerned with it because Klopp is able to rotate and, you know, the, their premier league run in at the end here is pretty soft. I think they have one game against Tottenham, which is, you know, the, the one that's been circled, but um, you know, nobody that's going to be really challenging. You know, they got through United uh, on Tuesday pretty easily. So to say uh, the least, you, you'd expect to see some potential rotations there in the midfield and attacking. And, and we talked about it in the last podcast, you know, when you talk about Liverpool rotating their front three, you're talking about dropping, Firmino for Diego Jota, or you're talking about dropping Mane for Luis Diaz. Like it's not really, you're not losing much quality there. So right. I think that's definitely been a help, um, but having Thiago fully healthy in the midfield has been key. Fabinho has been an anchor again this year and um, you know, being able to 
bring in either Nabi Kaito or, or Henderson has uh, really allowed them to keep those guys fresh and, and have their best 11 on the field at most for most matches. For sure. And, and just to close that loop on how they got here, right. It, they are firing on all cylinders, everything Scott just said. Right. So um, Salah really was the only guy that was going through a little bit of a slump. Hopefully he's broken out of that. Uh, yeah. He did score against United. Um, Firmino is looking good. Mane and Diaz, uh, you know, I, I kind of wrote Mane off before this season and man, has that guy yeah. proven me wrong? So he's been absolutely phenomenal. And, and if he's firing like this and Diaz has been as good as advertised, um, you know, it, it's, it's really put a bow on, on this champions league campaign for them. Yeah. I mean, even, even their defense has gotten the act. Uh, Kanate has scored, I think in like three straight games, which I, I sent a message to the group there. I was like, at this point, you may have to just start betting him to score when he starts, because you got to figure as a defender, he's coming at least plus 600. So oh, has to be, you know, when you're getting goals from the back line, as well as the front line, it's, you know, all things coming up roses, but they do have a good test. I mean, we talked about it when they played Bayern Villarreal is here because of their defense. That's probably one of the most well-organized defenses in La Liga. I think it's given up the second fewest goals in the league. Uh, and they were able to hold Bayern to just one goal across both, both legs. So you're going to have a formidable test here. Um, you know that uh, Emery is going to set up the team for success. Uh, it's going to be stingy, but uh, I would expect this is going to be one of those games where, you know, if Liverpool can break down this Villarreal defense, which granted Liverpool does struggle a lot of times when teams sit back and sit deep and try to force them to play through you. Uh, that's kind of been where Liverpool has struggled in, in recent years. So if they can break through, um, then, you know, it's going to force Villarreal to come out and attack because you're going to have to do that in a two-leg tie if you go down, you know, two goals or, or even three. Uh, and that can really just open up the floodgates because I think that's when Villarreal becomes, comes out of their game uh, and it really starts to play a Liverpool strength. So uh, keep a close eye on this first leg. Um, I think there's going to be a, a, a lot of focus on Liverpool to try to get the first goal. Um, but if Villarreal does counter well and they do manage to get that first goal, I think it's going to be a, a real concern for, for Liverpool because Villarreal is not going to come out of that shape, you know, for anything. Yeah. And you said it, they, they kind of play that dangerous game, right? They are willing to give up possession to the opposing team. They, they've been doing it with um, efficiency in Spain. They did it against Bayern. I think Bayern, uh, we have it down here, 62% possession in that first leg, 68% possession uh, in the home leg. So that's a that's a lot of ball to give up, and miraculously, uh, it worked for them. You know, the last leg. I think playing that same exact style against Liverpool is a recipe for disaster. Um, you know, it, it it can only take you so far, and and that's not to say they don't score goals. They do, yeah. but to to give up 70 percent of the ball to a team like Liverpool, it's not going to work over two games. It just can't. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a big risk, but, you know, the, the trade-off that you're doing is, hey, you know, you guys can have the ball, but you're not going to have any space to make runs behind our defense. You know, you, you're not going to have, you know, Trent ripping in crosses or, or Andy Robertson whipping in crosses to these open guys in the back post because they're going to have that covered. And Liverpool's not a tall team. They're not going to have a guy that's going to be able right. to sit in the center of the box like a Kareem Benzema that can win headers, knock down balls, put shots on target. So, it, it makes sense from that regard, but you know, the, the big secret weapon here, and we'll get to it a little bit later is Tiago has been healthy and, and Tiago has that creative ability to break down a, you know, a really tight back line and create space where there seems to be none. Um, and if you have Salah back on form after this, you know, solid game against Manchester United, then we all know what Salah is able to create, be able to create. He, he's yep. created magic in, in the champions league time and time again, against Roma, against Tottenham, against city, uh, so if he has one of those magical moments and now all of a sudden you've got a, you know, a goal or two advantage, 
like I said, that's really where it becomes Villarreal's uh, struggle point because now you're chasing the game. You're not able to sit back. You're going to have to try to play through Liverpool's midfield. And then that's when that press hits you. Uh, and Liverpool love to hit the team with the press when possession in the midfield or even the final attacking third and just counter quickly. So uh, I think that's really what you got to keep an eye on. No, no doubt. But again, it is worth noting uh, Villarreal's defense, two plus goals in a game only once in their last 16 games. That was in La Liga. Uh, so you're talking about two games against Bayern Munich, two games against Juventus, one game against Real Madrid in that span. They just do not give up goals. So this is going to be basically the ultimate uh, clash in styles. It's, it's going to yeah. be awesome to watch. And that's what they have to do, right? A bend, but don't break. Like, hey, if you give up one goal to Liverpool in your, your first leg, that's okay. Because you're still in the tie Definitely. going into that second leg and then anything can happen. Uh, so and, that's going to be the recipe for success for them. No doubt. And as Scotty mentioned, you know, for Liverpool, they're coming in fully healthy, um, going to be a lot of rotation. I think that you, you're probably going to see their best foot forward uh, in this first leg. Um, but who, who knows? I mean, we're talking about the FA Cup finals coming up. They're in the title race, you know, first, second place is up for grabs. Uh, what are you what are you expecting from Poole for this first leg? Yeah, first leg, definitely going to be full strength. Uh, I think they're going to want to have the same kind of setup as they did with Benfica, where they have their best 11 out there. Hopefully they can get a two or three goal lead. Uh, that way, the second leg, there's less pressure. If they need to rotate there lightly, they can. So maybe instead of playing, um, you know, uh, uh, Mane, Salah, you know, Diaz or Jota from line, you can rotate in Firmino in the second leg or even in the midfield if you want to give uh, Tiago a rest and you want to play. Uh, like Milner or, or even like a Harvey Elliott, you could do that, um, take off some of the pressure and, and see if you can, you know, take it that 3-0 lead from the first leg and just carry it through the second leg. But if Villarreal plays well and they keep the the, the score close or even take a, a lead, uh, then it's going to force Liverpool to play their best 11, I think, in both legs. So I, I expect a fully a full strength 11 from Liverpool in this, this first leg and then, you know, potential rotation depending on how that score line turns out. And if they're playing their full strength 11 – who do you identify as the key players for pool? Yeah. So it touched about it a little bit earlier, but with the way that Villarreal is going to set up, it's going to be those creative midfielders, the guys that can either, you know, pass the ball through multiple lines or carry the ball through the midfield. So Tiago going to be key. Uh, we've seen his creativity, especially against Manchester United, his ability to just make the pass from any point in the midfield and, and getting it up to the, uh, uh, someone on the front three um, or even Nabi Keita. Uh, I don't know if he starts, but he'll definitely make an appearance at the very least. And he's probably Liverpool's best ball carrier in the midfield. He can take that ball from, you know, the, the defensive third, carry it all the way through the midfield, and then play a key, uh, key through ball to either Salah or Mane up, up front um, and really expose that back line. So I think it's going to be one of those two guys that sets up the first goal for Liverpool. Um, and then from there, if, you know, cracks start to form in, in, in that Villarreal back line or if they start to come out of their shape a little bit, that's where you can start to see the front four, the front three really take advantage of that space and, and expose them. And that's almost what I would most like to see, uh, you know, as a neutral fan, uh, because we haven't seen it across the, the last two rounds, right? Um, they haven't been down, right? They've been yeah. even or ahead against Bayern, against Juventus. So they haven't had to break shape. They haven't had to go away from what they do really, really well. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see Poole get out to a, a quick lead to see how Villarreal adapts and yeah I, I yeah mean, it's it's not their it's not their play style but you never know I mean sometimes 
just because teams like we talk about Juventus, you know, they have all the talent in the world, but you know, their manager forces them to play this, you know, conservative style of, of, of play. But if you have to come out of your shape and actually attack, you never know what you might have. You may have, you know, the potent attacking players that can score multiple goals, but the bad news for Villarreal is they have lost Gerard Moreno to what's being described in, in Spanish newspapers as an intense hamstring injury. Yeah, so good. take that for what it is, but it seems that he's going to be missing at least the first leg, if not the second leg against Liverpool, uh, which means my key player for Villarreal in this matchup is going to be Arnett Benjuma. Uh, we're talking about the guy having that's a great year. having a great year, but when you're talking about a team that's conservative in, in, in play style, you still need to score goals in order to advance to the next round. And it's going to come on the counter and it's going to be, Dan Juma, who's got to carry that ball, probably a good 30 or 40 yards through space, you know, beyond either uh, Van Dyke or Matip or, or Knopte, whoever's starting in the back line. Um, you know, he was the one that scored the, the goal that pushed him through the semifinals in the 88th minute against Bayern. So he has that ability. Um, and it's going to be all pretty much entirely on his shoulders if, if Moreno's not playing in either of these legs. So uh, Liverpool have to keep a close eye on him. I, I expect that Fabinho is going to be shadowing him a good amount, making yep. sure that he's not getting free runs in on the back line. But uh, you know, we, we talked about the top of the, the episode. Liverpool's backline has been exposed a little bit, especially when the, they're playing up, you know, up uh, closer to the midfield line. That's probably where they're going to be for most of this match, assuming that Liverpool is going to have another 60, 65 percent possession. So there's going to be space for him to run behind. It's just going to take one pass uh, from, from somebody in, in Villarreal's midfield to, to get him through. Uh, and that could be enough. So, yeah. Uh, and, and he's going to be the player with all the confidence. Like we said, great year. I think he's up to 20 goals or probably surpassed 20 goals in all yeah. competitions um, with that last leg. So definitely yeah. an interesting matchup. And if coach was here, he'd, he'd have to point out the fact that uh, there have been rumors and uh, whispers of Denjuma potentially moving over to the premier league at the end of the season, even specifically someone like Liverpool could be interested in him. Should they lose out on, you know, Mane or Salah in the off season because they can't extend the contract. So could this be a game where he wants to really show out, you know, show to the teams that are in the premier league that are, you know, open up the checkbook, what his value is in playing for that big contract and that next step up from, you know, a team that's probably mid tier in La Liga. Yep. Um, so maybe the there's a little extra, extra motivation there. So if coach was here, I know he'd call that out. He'd want to make sure we make mental note of that. And I'm guessing he'll even put money down on Dan Juma to score just because it'll probably be somewhere around like plus 180 um, or, or higher. There you go. So we will quickly take you through the odds to advance out of this um, out of this round and to win the Champions League. And then we'll give you kind of how we think the game is going to go. So to advance, uh, Liverpool is heavy, heavy favorite, minus <laughs> 750 to advance two legs. Villarreal plus 425. Um, you know, I'd hate to call it a foregone conclusion, but smart money's on pool there. Nobody should be laying 750. Uh, I would stay away from that. Definitely look at it on a game by game basis when the odds come out closer to kickoff. Um, but pretty much where we expect these odds to be um, just given the form and given the history and then to win the champions league, uh, you know, there are four teams left. So Liverpool is actually the favorite. They are plus plus one ten to win the whole thing. Villarreal plus 2000. So um, I believe those are the worst odds and, um, quite honestly, at this point in the game, if you're placing a futures bet, you almost have to go via Real. It's the only way you can make any money. You're not going to tie up anything, uh, yeah. add even money to take Liverpool, even though they may be likely to win the whole competition. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be putting money on Liverpool right now. Uh, you mentioned taking it game by game. I think you may even take it half by half. Uh, Possible. Take, take Villarreal, you know, draw no bet for each half. You're going to get plus money. And if 
you know, they keep it close, then you, you don't lose anything. If they manage to get that first goal on a counterattack, then, hey, you might get yourself a little extra cash for, for the weekend. For sure. And this is, this is one of those we'll definitely be tweeting uh, heavily as the odds start to come out. Um, I would preliminarily, not knowing what it's going to be, Villarreal double chance w- would probably be something that's decent for the first half of the first leg, yep. um, you know, th- which leads us into our next point. Uh, you know, I, I see this game being – or certainly the first leg being very, very close. I, I don't know that pool runs out to more than a one goal victory in any scenario. I think, it, you know, both teams are going to be feeling each other out certainly for the first 20, 30, maybe even 45 minutes. Uh, does pool break through? I think they can do they, do they give all their energy? I don't know. Uh, are there any surprises? Maybe Villarreal gets out to a quick start. And then Poole has to storm back. Uh, we know that Poole will get close to 70% possession, but I certainly can see this as a one nothing, 2-1, 1-1, somewhere in that realm for this first leg. Yeah, definitely an under, I think, in the first leg. Uh, I don't expect Villarreal to really want to get much out of this first leg besides just a draw. Uh, I think they would love a draw in this leg. Um, Liverpool also at the same time, probably not going to be trying to go all out and trying to lock it up in the first leg. I think, you know, Klopp would obviously love that. So you could potentially rotate, but, uh, you know, the risk of running your team ragged in the first leg and not getting much out of it. And then having, you know, back-to-back fixtures between the weekend and then the midweek, the following week, it's too much risk. Um, so, you know, take your opportunities. If you get them, um, control the game, you know, this is from Liverpool's perspective, control the yep. game. Uh, make sure you're safe on the defensive side. You're not giving up, uh, you know, cheap counters uh, easily. I think either team would be happy with a draw or, or frankly, even, you know, a 1-0 game. Uh, yep. I think neither team would you know, be out of it at that point. You, you return, go into the second leg with a, uh, a chance to advance to the finals with like a simple win. And, you know, that's all that they really need. Um, I do think it's interesting, though, another storyline that maybe we, we could worth pointing out. Uh, former Liverpool left back uh, and European finalist, uh, Alberto Moreno is going to be playing uh, for Villarreal uh, up against Sala, uh, who I'm sure they've played many times uh, against each other in the, pra- in the practice pitch. So that'll be an interesting matchup to kind of keep an eye on. Um, Moreno, I think, got a little bit of a short end of the stick towards the end of his stay at Liverpool. Uh, wasn't obviously the most solid in, in defense, got exposed pretty often. Um, I think there were some games against Sevilla where he may have been at fault for a goal or two uh, that ended up losing in the Europa final. But, uh, you know, It'll be interesting to see how he performs. He's been pretty positive about his Liverpool support in the recent years, even even still uh, in La Liga. I remember he wanted to take down uh, Manchester United specifically for his Liverpool fans back in England. So there you uh, go. there's one to keep an eye on while you're watching. Um, maybe Salah gets a goal on his old friend. That'll be fun. For sure. So again, guys, um, you know, pay attention as it comes close to match day. We will be tweeting out our best bets. Uh, for now, if you're placing any money on these futures, something small in Villarreal. They're playing with house money. They've got nothing to lose. They certainly have made it this far for a reason, but I think um, Scotty and I are, are both expect Liverpool to, to take this home after two legs. Uh, certainly Scott more than I do. Yeah. Uh, we, we should be a close encounter. Uh, we appreciate you listening in and be sure to check out our preview of Man City versus Real Madrid.